for joining me today. This is the first and pilot episode of the Walk It Out podcast. Uh, The name Walk It Out has a double meaning. First, my hope is to share with you some sort of biblical insights that may help you better walk out your relationship with God. Second, these studies come about generally because of things that I've struggled with on my own uh, during my own walk with God that have led me to seek answers in the Bible, seek answers, you know, listening to other teachings, things like that. Today's episode is entitled The Divine Nature. It took me quite a while to really grab a hold of what this means, so let's let's just get into it. So this whole study came about, I was attending a men's ministry event, uh, now it was about six months ago, but I was challenged with one of the things that the Bible describes me as, as part of my identity, who I am, and in Second Peter, it says that I'm a partaker of the divine nature. Um, and it's in Second uh, Peter chapter 1, verse 4, says, by which he has granted to us his precious and very great promises, so that through them you may become partakers of the divine nature. And I wrestled with this for, oh, at least a good three months. At the time of the event, I was asked, you know, because I, I told the group that I was with, I was like, hey, guys, I'm really struggling with, with this concept. And I was asked, you know, why why do you have a hard time accepting that? And at the time, I felt that if it were true, if I really was a partaker in the divine nature, that I would be able to see some sort of good in me, uh, which kind of opens up a can of worms for a topic that we might address another time. But today, I just want to focus on the divine nature. Before we address the divine nature itself, I think it's good for us to start actually with the other nature, the one that we call the sin nature. Uh, It's the one that, uh, I don't know about you, but generally I hear a lot more about the sin nature than I do the divine nature. It's just one of those things that seems to be talked about a lot more, at least from my experience. So the sin nature itself is nothing more than a tendency to sin that has been inherited from Adam. And so if we look in Romans chapter 5, verse 12 says, Therefore, just as sin came into the world through one man, that's Adam, and death through sin, and so death spread to all men because all sinned. First part of of verse 18 says, therefore, as one trespass led to condemnation for all men, so again, pointing to Adam, uh, and then the beginning of verse 19 says, for as by the one man's disobedience, the many were made sinners. It's interesting to note that Eve actually ate the fruit first, but the sin nature entered the human race through Adam. So it's just kind of an interesting idea there. Uh, Sometimes we also hear it called like the flesh or the old man. Um, these are all different ways that uh, I think both of those are uh, mentioned in the in the Bible too. Just different ways that we're talking about the same thing. We're talking about the sin nature. So our human self is made up of three distinct parts. We have the spirit, we have the soul, and we have the body. Spirit, soul, body. Your body is your skin, your bones, you know, your hair, your organs, and all that. And that's what has the tendency and that desire to sin. That's where the flesh is. And our spirit 
seeks closeness with God. Uh, the Spirit, the way I see it, is the Spirit's actually who we are. It's like the very essence of our being, is the way I like to say it. The soul is the unseen link between these two. So we have the body, we have the spirit, and then we have the soul linking the two together. And without God in our lives, a person's body, you know, the flesh, pretty much calls the shots. Commonly, sin goes either rarely checked or in some cases just completely unchecked. So sin gets gets free reign there. Now, uh, hopefully, we come to a point in our lives where we intentionally invite God into our lives. So other ways that we like to say it, we get saved, born again, become a new creation, you know, choose your preferred label. Uh, basically, we're inviting God to be a part of our lives. So when this happens we have the divine nature that comes onto the scene. So the sin nature now has a challenger. So it's no longer the sin nature doing whatever the sin nature wants. We have the sin nature and the divine nature in a power struggle, essentially. It's worth, it's worth noting, uh, in Second Peter, the statement of the divine, having the divine nature is a statement of declaration. It's not a suggestion. Uh, so... I'm going to read the, that passage in its full context, so I'm going to actually read verses 3 and 4. 2 Peter chapter 1, 3 and 4. His divine power has granted to us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of him who called us to his own glory and excellence, by which he has granted to us his precious and very great promises, so that through them you may become partakers of the divine nature having escaped from the corruption that is in the world because of sinful desire. So the wording in the ESV isn't saying you'll be a partaker if you do this. It's not saying, you know, this, this might happen if you're lucky. It's not saying anything like that. We look at the full context, it's saying this has happened to you. You have become a partaker of the divine nature uh, because of God's power and because he promised it. Because God's power, God promised it, so you have access to it. The cool thing here is all we have to do is accept his promises. And that, that goes for any of his promises in the scripture. So salvation itself was a promise. We just say, okay, God, I accept this gift for me. So the same thing with this divine nature concept. We just accept that it's there, and then it's there. So... Again, we have this now have this divine nature, and it really shakes things up inside of us because the body still wants to do sinful things, but the divine nature wants to do things in a godly way. The soul is no longer letting the flesh run the show. Now it's trying to make sense of these two very, very opposite natures that want very, very different things. So that brings us to the point where you know, how do we deal with this inherent tendency to sin? So we have this divine nature that doesn't want to sin, but the sin nature is still there. How do we deal with it? You're either going to love or hate this answer. The answer is we don't, but God does. So we don't deal with it directly anyways. Uh, we leave that up to God. God makes us partakers with his divine nature. 
That's what the verse, that, that main verse said, which is used to combat. So the divine nature is used to combat the sin nature. So, again, there are now two natures. One is ours, which was inherited from Adam, which we read about in Romans 5. The other nature belongs to God, but we're able to be comrades or partakers with him in it. And the best I can tell, the Bible doesn't say that the divine nature is mine, but it just says we're partakers with it. So, the sin nature, which is ours, divine nature, which is God's, again, have that power struggle. These polar opposites are just in this constant, tense war with each other in the realm of our soul. So, the, the Apostle Paul, the guy who wrote most of the books of the New Testament, uh, struggled with this as well. If we read Romans chapter 7, verses 15 through 17, Paul writes, For I do not understand my own actions. I do not do what I want, but I do the very thing I hate. Now if I do what I do not want, I agree with the law, that is good. Uh, so now it is no longer I who do it, but sin dwells in me. So Paul was acknowledging that sin still dwelled in him. He still had the sin nature. But then, again, he had this struggle, I want to do what's good, I want to do what's godly, but this sin, I still have to wrestle with it. So, the way that we receive God's divine nature, I touched on this a little bit already, but when we choose to invite, intentionally choose to invite God into our lives, then my spirit, again, we're spirit, soul, and body, my spirit has been remade by the Holy Spirit. The very essence of who I am is now a companion with the Holy Spirit. My flesh, or sin nature, is still my flesh, and it still possesses that sin nature. My physical creation was birthed out of flesh, has the sinful nature, but the new creation, which is talked about in... I don't remember where that's talked about, but that's okay. The Bible talks about that we're made a new creation in Christ. So, the new creation is manifest from God's Holy Spirit. To be spiritually born again, again, one of those kind of churchy terms we threw around earlier, is to be linked up with God's divine nature. So, we're linked up with His divine nature, but it's still His divine nature and not mine. So, just to kind of bring all of this together, my issue, and again, I told you at the very beginning, my I really struggled with this for quite a while. My issue came down to that I was assuming the divine nature was mine. And, but I'm really just a partner in it. I was assuming that the sin nature was plucked out of my life and the divine nature was put in its place. The reality is that I myself am not holy, but Christ in me is holy. The Bible talks about that. It says, I am holy for he is holy. Being a partaker of the divine nature doesn't mean that I'll never sin, but instead lets God take up residence in our spirit so we can draw closer to him. The Bible says we're a temple of the Holy Spirit. This is what it's talking about. We invite him in, he comes, he dwells, and we have this closeness with him. And as we draw closer to him, our desire and tendency to sin reduces. 
Now, that doesn't mean that we, we're completely inactive in this process. We still uh, do our best to resist the urge to sin, and we, you know, the, the wise thing is to try to keep ourselves out of situations where we know we're likely to sin. But our focus should be on closeness with God. And as we get closer to Him, it makes resisting the sin easier. It makes the whole process easier the closer we get to God. So thanks for joining me today. Uh, I hope that this has helped you in some way. Maybe you got a little snippet of information from it. Maybe you were able to see something in a little different way. Either way, I hope that this today's episode has helped you to walk it out. Thank you.